Do we have any kind of interest music? We do on YouTube. We need like some kind of music. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know, something. You gonna sing? You should sing for I us. I will. I mean, it'll be bad, but I will. I'm not scared. Just George Strait. You can just let George Strait. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can do that. George Crooked. <laughs> yeah. Or Easy E. You're more easy. I can see you Easy Too much e. cussing on that. One of your most famous famous lines ever is, everybody likes Nelly. <laughs> <coughs> you reckon? Yep, that happened right over here. What are you listening to? Everybody likes Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're live, by the way. Oh, we're all live. <laughs> and we knew this. 40 seconds now we're been live, and we got you two talking about. Uh-oh. Turn your volume off, Sam. I'm working on it. You calm down. So I'm here watching Nelly. All right, we're live. Episode 49. 49. Really? Is that is it 49? I don't know. That's what you put up it's here. It's seriously been almost a year. You still got pizza in your beard. Yeah. yeah. So. Whoa. Camera's are we going flashing? Haywire. We're flashing. Is the camera acting up? I guess that's what happens when you do a header with it off the top rope. Yep. This gonna, is not good. I'm going to give somebody a stroke tonight. Let's don't do that. We need to put a uh, flash warning on there so oh, people... Man. That's bad. That is bad. We don't have another camera? I thought you had another camera. Some flickering. We do. We're going to have to probably swap that out, Dave. That's the only thing I know to do. All right. Well, how are we going to do this? Can uh, we do it on the fly? Yeah. All right, bear with us, guys. We're going to... Uh, As you can see, we're having technical difficulties. We're going to swap. Thank God Brandon's here. <laughs> Give us one second. Cue the awkward silence. Now it stopped. Because no, it's still flashing on mine. <laughs> there we go. Why is it showing the table? We'll get there. Give us just one second here. Sorry, guys. If we look lost, there's probably a reason for that. <clears throat> All right. Turn it. That's turn it to me, towards me. The other way. The other way. Boom. There you go. Too far. Right there. Right there. Perfect. That's good. All right. It's kind of crooked, but good now. Working fine. It's frozen, guys. Give it just a second. That's a lot clearer picture too. And the thing's cockeyed though. Look, it's yeah. like we got three wheel motion going on. Look at on. it. It's crooked. Well, do I need to try to fix it? I can't tilt the the picture on the. Well, anyways, uh, as you all are. Twist, turn the. There you go. Right there. Hope. Oh. Uh, came back. Good. Yep. Dead right. and good. There, well, right as there. we're stumbling through our camera swap, uh, thanks for tuning in tonight. Episode 49, as we were talking about. Um, we're coming up on our one year anniversary. That's crazy. Don't seem like it, does it? Yep. We got uh, how many ever weeks there are in a year? 52. 52. March 4th was the day we made our page. Was it really? Yep. So that'll be that's pretty crazy. <clears throat> but anyways, uh, so Shane's back from Florida. Is that suntan or is that windburn? A little of both. A little of both. Yeah, it was very nice weather down there for us. You didn't bring it back. 
No, it's been raining, and I've been in Savannah the last two days with my daughter playing volleyball, and it rained there the whole time. Savannah. I mean, the whole time. Well, it's thundering right now. You know what that means, right? It means it's going to snow. Yep. Uh, I hope not. I, you, mean, I, I know I know you didn't have to finish in St. John's that you wanted. Yeah, obviously. But you, you were going to be a trivia question next year. You th- oh, who caught the first fish? The very the first fish of the 2021 season. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and Jack Hartzell even called out here. He says, "Congrats, Shane, for leading the St. John's tournament." <laughs> At one point, you were leading. Yeah, you I led. Was, you led for about an hour and a half until was, everybody landed where they were trying to get to. Until everybody else stopped running. Yeah. <laughs> well, technically, we'll we'll give you the fog delay too. So realistically, you led for like half a day. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know, but it. You know that tournament was kind of it's kind of weird. I knew that staying out there daylight to dark was a waste of time during practice, but you still have to do it. You can't right. just you feel like if you don't get out there and do it, you know, you feel like you're kind of putting yourself behind the eight ball. <clears throat> and you know, with the weather being the way it was, and this with the you know the warm spell coming, I think we were actually about. We were probably four or five days from seeing a hundred pounds, you know. And I mean, it, you know, it, obviously as the week went on, it got better. But if it hadn't got bitterly cold, I mean, it got down in the mid thirties in Florida, and that's just kind of that'd be like like it being, you know, ten or twelve here, and it just it just don't suit those fish well. They want it hot and sunny, and when it's anything other than that, they just they don't. Uh, well, all those they lakes don't do very well. <clears throat> shallow and flat, right? I mean, yeah. there's not a whole lot of structure in them. Well, especially the thing about St. John's is, since all the eelgrass and stuff is gone, there's nothing to filter the water there. Gotcha. I mean, you can you struggle to see the bottom in two feet of water. I did notice it looked very black this it, year. It's very camera. black. That, and I think that's the main reason the eelgrass has not started coming back. You know, there's not enough light penetration to allow the grass to start coming back. Everybody's like, well, they're spraying it. They're spraying it. Well, they probably are doing some spraying, but still yet, the grass has to have the light penetration to make it grow. Right. And there's nothing to filter the water. So I, short of them going down there and planting some grass up shallow and allow it to start, you know, working itself out, I don't know what they're going to do. No, well, Florida Wildlife, whatever they, whatever you call it, Game and Fish Commission. FWC. They, uh, I know they spray a lot. They do, especially on Harris. I've heard a lot of story, bad stories about that. But at the same time, they seem that they do a pretty good job of protecting one of their biggest, uh, I guess, cash crop crops is what you'd call it. Man, bass fishing. You know, guys that that don't travel a whole lot, when they don't understand what actually goes on in Florida. I mean, obviously, you see all these big fish that get kicked out of Harris and Toho and Kissimmee and Okeechobee. It's more of the nationally known places. I had a friend that was down there. He usually watches. I don't know if he is or not. not, Lenny Smathers. Uh, Lenny fished a little river down there and was constantly sending Rob pictures all week long. One day day they had right at 40 pounds. Six days in a row they caught one over nine. That's crazy. And they were steady catching, you know, five, six, seven pounders. In Florida, this that place is, it's just got them. You know, it's as aggravating as as it is the fish, especially for somebody like me. I have a 
real tough time slowing down, you know. And if you think you're fishing slow enough in Florida, you need to slow down some more because <laughs> it's just it's so tough because those fish they have so many places to hide and they don't have to move a whole lot. Right. You know, they just kind of chill out till something gets in their face. Especially when they're getting ready to go on to bed too. Yeah. So, well, Jason Land just asked, would you say they were postponed? Uh, no, they I, they were they were a few postponed fish. You know that especially on Robin. Um, I went to Robin the second day. Never seen a place in my life. Caught thirteen pounds and should have had about eighteen, but that's neither here nor there. But on Robin, Robin's a, res, a reservoir. It doesn't fluctuate with the tide like St. John's does. And when once I got up there. Uh, on day two, I realized that the fish up there were a lot further along than the fish on the river. Um, the, the water temperature on the river the first day of, of uh, practice was 58. The first day of the tournament, it was 64. Yeah. Well, when I went to Robin on day two of the tournament, it was 68 to 70. So there was some postponed fish. I did see, you know, some fry and whatever, but it, um, <clears throat> you know, it's just kind of. It was a gamble. You just I did I never went over there and practiced, and I'm sure that I probably should have because there was a lot of a lot of uh, the guys that finished in the top twenty came out of Robin. I think Patrick Walters actually led day three. He was yep. in Robin. He had almost twenty seven pounds <clears throat> that day. Yeah. But uh, Jimmy, what? Thanks for tuning in. Whatever's going on in the hospital, we hope everything's all right. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Jack Carson said you you called it. You said. Likely a, a new angler would most likely win this year, meaning one that had not won before. He yeah. said he didn't interpret that as as technically new. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> technically being new. Yeah. Anyway, congratulations to Brian New man. He did a uh, he did an awesome job. He kind of found him a little area that had some that had some fish in it, and obviously they were coming to him, you know, because they went from. 12 pounds to 20 pounds to 21 pounds to 25. Yeah, and didn't have a real no, and he never, Florida giant. And he never did had he? one of those eight or nine pounders. He just had a bunch of, like the last day when he had that big bag, he had a bunch of five pounders. Yeah. Nope, sad fish, and Joey just tuned in here. Joey got so scared, he ran all the way to Virginia. Life, scared. Life of a lineman. Scared. I, I think that's an excuse. You think so? I do. I really do. I think it was an excuse. I think uh, that tackle pack that he was uh, talking about uh, giving to Daniel Cook for winning the first week of, well, I guess the first week, whatever you want to call it. The Here first I am week talking of about fantasy rusty. football, week yeah. one. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever it is, the first leg, uh, he's probably going to go up there and make some money so he can pay for it. <laughs> he's talking about tumblers and cups and. All <clears throat> kinds of stuff. Dang. Ronnie Wilson said he's still chasing his boat around Murray. <laughs> I did. I did hear a little story that you know. I hadn't heard this. Sab backed his boat in at his house for the BFL because the weather was terrible. Yeah, he pulls up to the dock, drops his power poles, steps out. Somebody said he got his foot wet or something. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know all that. He went up to the trailer to meet his co-angler. He come back down. His boat was away from the dock he gone. <laughs> and uh i heard one of our other viewers chris marshall had to bail him out in that situation <laughs> jeff murray our greenwood days have gotten changed uh, i was just messing with joey there joey actually had to go out of town for work <clears throat> so um you know we're, we're gonna try to make it happen as uh as soon as both our schedules get together where we can 
where we can do this. So we're kind of we're kind of on hold. Uh, we're kind of on hold for the for the one v one at Greenwood, but it will happen. Uh, we just don't know when. Yeah. So next week you guys are at. Yeah. I hesitate to say loud Teleco because they're calling it Tennessee River, but that's well, what it is. They're right? calling it Tennessee River because we're going out up in Knoxville. Okay. Um, but it is loud and Teleco Lakes. I mean, technically. And then you all go straight from there to uh, back to chain, back right? to Florida for yeah. the for the first open. So Chris Marshall is outing you, him. He said, "No, he forgot to put his poles down." That, that makes that makes more sense. Daniel Cook said, "Joe is hiding out at his house." <laughs> Daniel would know. So, uh, are you able to lock it all? Or are you locked Where? in? It, it loud. No, you're no not lock, able. No lock. Okay. No locking. Well, can you lock two from there? Check um, Watts Bar. Watts Bar. I've never been up there. Yeah. I want to get there and see the big pyramid bass pro shops. That's nowhere near there. That's oh. in that's in that's in uh, that's Memphis. That's just what I know. That's in Memphis. That's Tennessee, there, right? It's yeah, on the, the complete Tennessee. other end. <laughs> yeah, the other end. It's right there where you cross the you cross the Mississippi River to go into Arkansas. Well, I want to go there, or well, not wherever you're going. Huh? Why do you need to go see a pyramid bass pro shops when you got a tackle store? I just want to go see it. They close got, to your house has got, got probably twice as much as they got in stock. Well, they probably do, but they got that big giant aquarium and stuff like that. You know, I'm a fish. We got guy. an aquarium right here with paper in it. Yeah, but she said you're not. Well, <laughs> they get us a fish. He said he wouldn't do it. Hey, you guys want to buy the filtration system? Do it. More power to you. It's I'll, sitting right there. I'll, we can set it up. It's thundering like crazy. I'll, I'll get one. Set it up. We'll set it up. We'll put us a little fish back here. Get us a little spotted bass. You got all there. the minnows. We'll you call need. him Fred. Fred. <laughs> I think we should let. We should. We should do that. Rod and Mueller, you still hadn't got your rod from Joey. There was a little bit of a debacle. Um, Joey left out of here the other night. Did he leave it? He he left it, and uh, he took some stuff for a friend of his that that got they got from me. Which I outed him for about twelve hundred dollars on that deal. Lord, and um, so I I get home and Joey texts me says uh, I I forgot the rod. (laughs) I'm like, are you serious? Well, he forgot the rod and part of the other stuff he was taking to his buddy. So his buddy met me up here, and I passed (laughs) the rod off. So it's been a debacle. Oh my goodness, (laughs) Ronnie, you may never get your rod. So sometimes, sometimes with Joey, I love him to death, but I wonder if his head wasn't connected, if he'd leave that laying around. I'll call you in a few. Jason Land registration is open for Wiley, two twenty seven. What uh? That's going out. What of what South ramp Point. you going out of, Jason? Out of South Point. Out of South Point, I'm pretty sure. Let Jason come I don't know in. why he'd go to that ramp. What? South Point. Because it's closer. Coming from Yadkin. You're the one one of the few guys that don't live on that end. Everybody else does. <laughs> what's what's Daniel Cook talking about? Don't don't worry about it. I'll explain later. Alright, Jason's going out of South Point. Uh what is that? Two twenty seven? So that'd be Eight to four. Eight to four. Man, come on, Jason. I done told you. People won't go fishing in the morning time when they bite. I know you're getting old, but I mean, hey, you know, they make hand warmers and things like that. 
I'm gonna big be coffee with pots for old people. They, all that good stuff. Listen, my dad, anytime he fishes with me, brings a thermos. Looks like a bomb rolling around in the floor. It's about that long, about that big around. Full it's of full coffee. of coffee. Yeah. Jason Land, that's what you need. We call it coffee for old people. <laughs> you better be careful there, Mr. Big. I don't drink coffee, big though. 5-0. No, I'm two years from there, sir. Oh. Well, it's just, I mean, you're already. No, oh, no you know, doubt. You're at the peak, right? Is 50 the peak? Or? I don't know. I was just curious. The way I look at it is, it is what it is. It don't matter. Man, you're only I'll 12 keep, years younger than my dad. I'll keep going till I can't go no more, and then well, they'll plant me, I guess. No plant you. <laughs> <laughs> What's Barney? wrong with the thermos? Daryl Barney, that is a thermos. <laughs> it's just an extra large people. thermos. <laughs> Jason said it need a toilet. <laughs> yeah. They got one of those on. CBC prediction. Yep. And we need one of those. We're oh, get to boy. That. It only took 21.60 yeah. in a 12-boat yeah. tournament yeah. yesterday. Yeah, Cummins fished by himself and had 21.60. You think they're going to repeat this year? If he catches 21.60, they will. Gonna, I'm just going to tell you all something. Y'all take this for what it's worth. Derek Cummins is a straight-up hammer. Yeah. Oh, I, I've, I, I've known him for six or eight years now, and I've been in a boat with him a lot. I'm just telling you, he can catch it. Especially on that place. Yeah. Casey Lee, that's right. Old either way. <laughs> but you still be shorter than me. <laughs> you <little> Dang. <laughs> Don't be stacking inches now. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Pat Tierney, by the way, congratulations on winning the winter trail fish off you and Chuck. I didn't know Pat won that. He did. Old Swamp Yankee. <clears throat> Swamp, Swamp Yankee. That's him. You know who gave him that name? Uh, Maurice no. Freeze gave him that name. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> back to Lake Norman, that uh, that 12-boat tournament, I was looking down through it. Uh, I know Derek had 21 pounds, but it looked like everybody else caught him, too. Yeah. But he still won by, like, six yeah, pounds. I did. think second place was 16. Uh, Usual suspects. Rodney Lambert and Mark yeah. Morrison. 1592 was second, and 1408 was third. Who was third? I don't know who was third. Uh, Mike Kaiser and Brandon Gardner. I don't know those guys. I don't know them either, but still. I mean, that's that's getting them. That's pretty good for oh, just a yeah. little 12-boat tournament, especially on Norman. As tough as it was the, fall, the previous weekend, didn't it take, well, what did Pat have, 12 pounds? I think they had 13-something. I'm not sure. Gotcha. They had four thousand some odd dollars worth. Yeah, well, that's enough. <laughs> Eight pounds or fourteen pounds. Well, that's right. Winning, winning, winning. So you think it's going to take? So there'll be two hundred boats in that tournament. Yeah, at least. I it'll just, be all. It'll be all around it. We signed up today. You think it'll take twenty-one? Do you really? Oh, to win, it's possible. It, with all this rain and stuff coming. And I seen a thing earlier today said there's possible two to four more inches of rain coming this week. I mean, somebody turned the spigot on again out there a while ago. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot, a lot of dirty water on Lake Norman. Hmm. That's what I like. <clears throat> we got some dirty water baits over here to go over. Talking about the same we thing. Kill, we kind of killed our cameras, so. Well, yeah, we can still hold them up and talk about them. Um, I'll let you guys talk about them. I don't ever throw them. Well, dirty water, you were saying we got to cover something else. I like it dirty because it makes it 
uh, not as complicated. That's right. The bait selection is very That's limited. Right. Go to the bank and just figure out how fast you got to wind something. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to worry about having purple flake in your smoke and purple stuff. That's right. Don't forget blue. Sometimes it takes three. three I like blue. Blue green, green pumpkin blue, yeah. And purple smoke? Nah. Not together. This green pumpkin blue is kind of pretty good for me. I guess my first real, uh, what got me hooked in fishing was crappy fishing. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had a, well, this is when I was a kid, but if they wouldn't bite chartreuse and black crappy jigs, yep. man, I had like, I don't even know how many, 50, 60 different colors of them. Crappy were weird, though. They'll bite one color head and, one, and won't bite another. Electric chicken was the ones that we used to Electric smoke chicken, on. yeah. Yeah. Y'all be careful. We're going to raise the chihuahua from the dead if you guys keep talking about crappy fishing. He's going to get on here and tell you all how to do it. Hey, man, crappy fishing's fun. It's, it's great to take a kid to do. Lynn. Y'all don't know Lynn. Lynn lives in Canada. So we got some international stuff going on tonight. Who's on here? Lynn. Oh, I didn't see that pop up. There's Derek. Derek got on there. Derek, you missed it a minute ago, bud. I was singing your praises. <laughs> I'm behind you. Are you really? Yeah. Uh, Tommy, Joey Sabaga, <laughs> is, uh, he's on here, but he's uh, he's hiding out in Virginia, fixing probably, I would Try. assume, lines from the from an ice storm. Trying to restore people some power. Speaking we'll get, of power, your lights just went off. We'll give him that anyway. <laughs> Those occupancy sensors. There, there's one. Work. There's one Chihuahua barking. I don't think that's the one that uh, you were referring to. No, but. that's not the one. No, not at all. <laughs> oh man, for real though, crappy fishing. That's that's a good way to get your kid involved in it. Because yeah. when you find them in a in a pile, brush pile, you can catch. That's why my fish. My kids can, like to fish from the months of April to. <laughs> yeah, my little fall. guy likes to go. We go out there and go perch jerking. There you go. Do I have fun? It. Get a little spoon, spinning rod, and let them kids go yeah. to work. Them things is just uh, they move around too much. Them crappy, you can get every brush pile and catch every one of them till there ain't none of them left. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly right. Cal graphics. Squarebill bite will be here by the end of. He said Squarebill and floating worm. Bite. Yeah, well, yeah. You, well, you don't have to wait on a Squarebill bite because it's it'll, happening. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, Wiley. It'll be the end of next week. The end of next week, it'll be prime time, dude. Y'all, yes, y'all, y'all have, we might be able to get six bites on y'all, Wiley. Y'all have, <laughs> y'all have caught the same fourteen bass that live out here all winter hey, long. Wiley was so bad. <laughs> I wish that. that these, I wish that six was, eight or whatever that thing was six five or whatever would come back around and bite again. It you wouldn't want to hold them, huh? You didn't want to hold tournament. <laughs> Travis Williams, I know a guy. Yep, the last time I went crappy fishing was with Travis, and we went to Baden, and well, he put on a show. I got to watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's holding up two unicorns. I'd like to get in on some of that. Two unicorns. Yeah, those hog snappers. Oh yeah, they're not easier easy to find around Charleston. Yeah. He, he's Travis doesn't fish Charleston. Travis's brother lives at uh, Wilmington. North Carolina, there. You talking about Lake Wiley? So Lake Wiley has been fishing so good. I was out of town this past weekend, so I couldn't come. But I heard that the tournament directors won both tournaments without even putting a boat in the water. The heck! You know how they did that? How that they canceled thirty-four pouring down rain. Are you kidding me? Hey, Nobody showed up I Saturday. Did, I did the right thing. So I I called our little buddy Kyle and said, hey. What's the what's the 
score for the BFL? Did they need boaters? Because I was just going to cancel it, run to Murray, jump in the BFL, fish them just to have a shot at maybe going to St. John's for a regional. Just something different. Right. Kyle calls me. At, it was after the meeting, like long after me. He texts me. He says, we got one co-angler. You coming? And I sat on the couch and I thought about it. I said, you know what? I can't. We're here to run a tournament. We said we're going to run a tournament. We had guys Rain, say they were going to come. snow, too. ice, whatever. We had a couple guys say they were on the fence. So I said, okay, I'm just going to stay up here and run a tournament. I get up 5 o'clock, made my wife coffee, did the dishes, left the house, drove up here, met my father, who had been sitting in the parking lot for good Lord knows how long. Drinking his big thermos of coffee? He, yeah, he's sitting there <laughs> drinking his coffee. He jumps in my truck. We sit there for an hour. Nobody shows up. Looked at him and said, 7 o'clock, we win a tournament. Let's go home. <laughs> Chalk that one up. <laughs> yep. And then nobody came Sunday either. And I guess no. But, I mean. I, Sunday I wasn't bad. Sunday was bad. And Rock Hill was bad. Gotcha. Oh, I mean, the here's, here's the thing. You can't really expect guys to show up when the fishing is as terrible as it's been on Wiley. It's been bad. I mean, why, why it's, would. It's not been easy, no. Anthony Spivey, what do you mean? What's my bait prediction for Tennessee River? Are you meaning by what do I think is going to win the tournament, or what exactly are you asking? Golly. I'm not even going to acknowledge him. Chris Marshall, I'll acknowledge it. You're exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not worried about that. Chris, I heard you say you didn't get a bite in practice. Or maybe three bites. If you know what the a, difference If he was? didn't get a bite, he laid up in, in Steve Wicker's house uh, down no, there. I think he got, no I'll tell you what got, happened. I is think he said he got three bites. So the way Keith both said his chickens are wearing life jackets. <laughs> he ain't joking. I'll tell you something. Son, Saturday, Saturday I, worked, I worked at the house. When I got home, it literally rained the entire day. I walked outside to load trash in the back of my truck. I could, dude. I couldn't even justify putting sheetrock back there. It was raining so hard. Really? Yeah, it was wow. terrible. Well, get ready because we got like five more straight days. Golly, this. man! I, I know it's unbelievable. Let's hope the wind doesn't start blowing. So let's talk about that BFL at Murray. So it took. Let's do that. Twenty three pounds. Twenty four pounds. Twenty four pounds. Chris finished fifth. Congratulations, Chris. Who who won? Epting. I uh, think it's Chris, yeah, Chris Epting. Epting. Yep. Yep. He won, and I think Cody Hall was second with 23-something. Yep. Yep. And Cody had an eight-pounder at 8-3 eight, or something Oh, big. Like they live in Murray. Yep. Uh, Joey finished 21st, I think. I seen you got a check. He got the last check, I think, with 12-12 or something like that. You mean to tell me he let Mike Allman smack him around down there? Mike Allman mm, finished. Mike Allman finished 11th. 11th, 10th I think. or 11th. He had 16-something. Um, he won up here. He won a BFL. I know. I'm well aware. Um, who else did well? I, I'm, I, I scanned the results. I saw Mike Stevens was up there, too. Uh, he he finished in the top, top ten. ten. Um, I don't know what won the co-angler side, but... 18-9. Anthony Spivey. I have zero idea of what will win that tournament. Um... It's, um, man, just been watching the weather up there. They've had a ton of snow. There's a bunch of snow up there right now. They're calling for more snow uh, this week. But then starting the weekend, it's supposed to clear out and the sun's supposed to come out. And the following week, which is when we're going to be there, we'll, uh, 
18 inches at Oneida Lake. Uh, Rick, I'm glad I'm not at Oneida Lake. Um, the, sun, the sun's supposed to come out and it's supposed to warm up and be decent while we're there. I think the, the highs are in like the mid-50s to upper 50s and the lows are in the mid-40s, which is, you know, which about what we're used to. But the water, I'm afraid, is going to be extremely cold. What year when the class was up there when Octafoe won? What, isn't it about the same time? Yeah. I think there's just a week or so difference. So he did but, real but well think, on. You better get you some OG Slims. Lipless crankbaits, yeah. chatterbait, and obviously a flat-sided Tennessee balsa bait. Can't go out there without that's one of those, right. right? That's right. But I just don't know uh, weight-wise what it's going to take. Excuse me. But it, um, I, it, it's probably the most clueless I'll ever be is to uh, what it's going to take to win. I'm going to say, I'm going I'm to guess 17 a day. What would that be, 34? It'd be 68? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that. 17 a day I think will be really strong. I don't remember what I had when he won the Classic. I know he caught 20 pounds the first day. Yeah. But uh, I think he fell way off the second day. Rainbow-colored swim bait. Yeah. I would think the water's probably going to be pretty muddy up there, or dirty at least, with all the snow and rain. Um. <laughs> Sean, you need them waypoints, you call me. I'll give them to you, buddy. <laughs> um, have you been to Loudon? You've been to Loudon Telecom, I, I went up there and uh, before cut off and rode around for a couple of days, and the water was – it was 44 then, and that was a month ago, so – was it dirty then? Uh, no, it was not dirty, not dirty. But I promise you it's going to be dirty now, yeah. which is good. T- Tennessee River blows enough water through it. You may not be completely trashed. It, it, I'm not really worried about it being trashed. I'm just, I've never really fished in water that's below about 44, 45 degrees. If it's colder than that, I don't know. <laughs> Last time again. You don't know what to do? No. Hmm. What do you do? Tell me. Can't throw an A rig, David. I'm not worried about the A rig. He's got a grub and a jerk bait, and I know there's places I'll bite him there. Oh, I'm sure. And and I know there's plenty of rock. Parking big ox swag, maybe. What? Get two liquor orders straight. What's he talking about? Oh boy, Levy Brack. What's he talking about? He's telling you how to get your head right for a tournament. Oh. Man, I tell you, I wish somebody would tell me because I'm just telling y'all, I get so wound up at them tournaments, I can't sleep. I'm sure that was a big... Uh, I've eaten melatonin. I've eaten Advil PM. Whatever. Train. I go to bed at 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm waking up and laying there staring at the ceiling. You and I talked on Wednesday. I laid you out a road map. You think? I did. I, I think... Uh, Float and fly. Jody's on to something right there. Yeah, but I've never done a float and fly. Don't know crap about a float and fly. I'm not going to fish a Bassmaster Elite Series with something I've never even seen. You've thrown a grub before, right? Yeah. All right. Anthony Burton said he's dead serious in rainbow trout colored swim bait. And he's in the mud. If it's muddy. You, it's going to be muddy. There ain't no way around it. Do they not pull up enough water through Tennessee River to blow that through? No. You know what? Hey, speaking of that, something just popped in my 
little feeble mind here. Uh, Chris Saldane almost won that classic with the big swing bait on Smallmouth. They didn't bite the third day. I don't know. Now, 16-ounce grub head on a bluff wall can be deadly when the water's that cold. Now, if it's muddy, 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 like, I'm out of I'm out. I mean, of I, I hope it looks like chocolate milk. That way it rules out everything except getting on the bank and throwing a crankbait. There you go. <laughs> Big thumping spinnerbait. <laughs> like we said earlier, Brandon, it gets dirty, it yeah. makes it simple. <laughs> you may not catch a fish, but you still know what to do. That's right. There will be enough water to pull through. It won't be muddy like our lakes get. I've never been up there. I can't. I'm not even going to pretend like I know what to do up there. <laughs> Obviously, since I don't even know the difference between Knoxville and Memphis. Memphis. And I've been to both. Um, See, Jason McCall, I'm glad somebody is on, on board with me there. What's that? You take you a bag of 100 of them grubs and find you a bluff wall. Put on a 16th ounce head and just free line it. See what happens. They call it tight lining up. Right okay, there. whatever. You got to do it with a Berkeley power bait smelt. That's right, smelt. A and you smelt. Gotta, <laughs> and you got to tie this funky, goofy looking loop double knot. loop knot. Brandon was with me when we learned that. Where was this at? Cherokee. Cherokee. Well, that's a different lake. It's the same principle, though. It is. Well, in Tennessee, they call it tight lining. That's or right. Or tight lining. You got to get the Tennessee. I don't have the Tennessee lining. accent. Lining. Lining. boy. Lining. Um, <laughs> you and Queen sound about just like right there. Look, severe thunderstorm warning just popped up on my phone. They're, They're only a day late and a dollar short. For yeah, that. it's been through here 10 minutes ago, hasn't it? Uh, Brad Burkhart showed us that knot. That's and right. And we went from not catching them to right going right back down the same stretch with that knot and whacking them. Yep. That's a fact. You remember how to tie that knot, Shane? I figured it out. Yeah, I got a video of it. Brad sent me a video. I saved it. That's it's, right, it's Jason. Wild. That's exactly right. All right, we got 108 people on here. I'm going to redirect this conversation to Man, a different... we're having too much fun. I'm going to get some serious information That's out here I'm while saying. we have That's people on saying. here. All right, what's serious? You got you have serious information? I do. I've known people that have watched this podcast have heard little bits and pieces of me talking about an organization that's going to try to make fishing better in the state of South Carolina. Fishing and boating. Don't want to leave the boaters out there. You make boating better. Is gas prices going to come down? No, no. no, There's there's a lot of things to make boating better. Um, But anyway, so I'm going to pull this up so I can get the verbiage correct. The South Carolina Boating and Fishing Alliance is launching tomorrow at the State House with the governor and several other key members in politics in South Carolina. Um, the Good. industry in South Carolina is a $5.1 billion industry, what fishing is? and boating. Okay. So there's 30, well, there's more than 30 now, South Carolina-based boat builders, fishing-related companies that are on board to start this alliance um and it the goal is to protect what we have for natural resources and to grow them and make them better for our kids obviously when we're doing this stuff it doesn't happen overnight it takes time but that's the goal with this is we finally got fishermen and people in the industry all together to create a voice um so, 
I've already listed out boat builders, manufacturers. I know Falcon Boats involved, Lure Strike King, Z-Man, Pure Fishing, Shimano are just some of the names. Rusty Hooks Bait Tackle, the little guy. We we jumped on board with this as well. You got to have a little guy. That's right. And you you as anglers can buy individual member memberships. Um, Where does the money go if you purchase one? So the money goes back to making boating and fishing better. It, it goes to DNR to help fund different projects. It goes to trying to pass these bills to protect what we do have. There's a there's a bill that's been brought before, and it's 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 state by state, but it's going to become federal as a 30 by 30, which basically shuts off a lot of natural water access to boaters and fishermen. Um, so far that's been squashed. We've been able to keep that at bay. Um, but I could read through all the paperwork stuff and don't bore them to death. I don't want to bore you to death about it, but if you want to go on to the website, www.scboatingandfishingalliance.com or Google South Carolina Boating and Fishing Alliance. You can find all of it there. So all this is going to go live tomorrow? This is going public tomorrow. You'll be able to purchase individual memberships. For how much? I don't know the number right offhand. You okay. had to hit me with a side question. I'll just say, I mean, it's $1 million. No, no. The I mean, it was... The last, the last number that we I heard. Let me see if it's posted up there yet. It will be tomorrow. Um, that was a Doctor Evil joke for you. What? Yeah, I know. Gettis <laughs> uh, said twenty five bucks. Twenty five dollar individual membership. Thank you, Gettis. I'm glad you're watching to bail me out of this because I'm not the best public speaker known to man. Um, but. Check it out. Everybody's talking about the F1 stocking program at Norman, which is a great project, great experiment. But this gets you access to do bigger things. So Geddes is on here. Uh, is, he, is, he the, is he leading this? Geddes is currently the CEO, chairman of the organization. Well, believe you, it or since not. you guys are public now, we need to get Geddes on here. Yeah, Geddes, 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 be, Geddes and I discussed it before the he will be on hopefully next Monday night. He said he'd ride up. Okay. Um so o- we'll, open invitation, Geddes. You're on here, so we will dive into this thing head first and I'ma let him die talk about what we're pushing to do in the next couple of years. I mean he's better suited at at breaking that out. He's posted yeah, he's like half- course. He's like part time politician now. SCBFA.com. A little background. Listen to us only. A little background story. He uh, he and I had a conversation three years ago about Lake Wiley. Trying to make fishing better, trying to do something to make it better. And we had a, a crazy conversation about the potential of what we could do. And he went dark for two years. Didn't hear from Geddes. And then Geddes calls me and says, hey, what do you think about this? And I said, dude, if you can get everybody on board and make this happen, it'll be a huge thing. So he brought me in early, and we started talking about it. And he kept me up to speed, and it was amazing how fast major corporations jumped on board and were willing to do 
That's good. That's what everybody needs. I mean, but, yeah. you know, that would be a great thing if everybody got together and supported that. I mean, you know, hopefully that will trickle over into other states to where we got a little bit of help everywhere we go. Well, I was, I, you know what? I posted something. Uh, I will donate $1,000 to you guys at Rusty Hooks if you will put your logo on Joey Sabaga's boat. Done. Bring us the money. He can have the banner. Hey, <laughs> hey, Levy, you, you got my number. We can uh, we nah, can have that you conversation. You don't need no number. Just bring the money. <laughs> bring uh, it on. We'll be here till about nine tonight. Run it he, over. He, we'll he ain't him. gonna make it. He, he's not gonna make it. We'll no. I'll wait on you. Come we'll on give up. Venmo numbers right now. Hey. <laughs> um, no, but on a serious note, though, I had a conversation. I talked to Michael Fox the other night. Did you? I made a post on. The Carolina Elite Series and the Lake Norman Legends page. And honest to goodness, guys, I wasn't stirring trouble. You were just... I I wanted it put out there because fishermen have given a lot of money to do something good. And it went dark. Yeah. The winter trail started, and we never heard any more. Brian Key, I can cover the other $5. Bring your $20, too, Brian. That's um, worth a thousand and twenty dollars. <laughs> but but no, for real. I talked to Michael Fox. We had a great conversation, and I think that they need a little bit of help from anglers to keep it in sure, the, sure in the front, do. the forefront sure of do, people's but, minds. But but them as a group, they need to. What they need to do is keep talking about it. Exactly. Because, exactly. because once people stop talking about it, people forget about it. Just it. Goes away. If you're not. That's why we do this once a week, and that's why we haven't missed a week in almost a year. It's because you got to stay out there, you got to stay in front of that's people, right. and let them know that, hey, we're we're not here for, we're not here for a one hit wonder. We're here because we it's enjoy, a long haul. We enjoy doing this, that's and it's right. and it's a way to reach people, especially now, like with this with the South Carolina Boat and Fishing Alliance. It, you know, it should really be in everybody's best interest to to help this thing. But set set all that aside. If if Michael Fox started this, and take that for example, that's a prime example of what can be done if all anglers work together. Yeah. Set aside whatever differences you have, what whatever it is, just set it aside to do the greater good for fishing in general. Yeah. I mean, it's happening in South Carolina now to a larger scale, and there's major major corporations that want to do something and they want to give back everybody that's involved is related to boating and fishing and there's people from outside the industry getting involved because they have companies and they fish too so do uh do yourselves a favor look into it research it we all talk about being conservationists we all talk about being good stewards of bass fishing and fishing in general $25 is not a lot of money to invest in having a voice for the future. Right. It's not. I hope Sabag is on here watching. Uh, We're up to $1,025 for his boat get wrapped. No, it wasn't get wrapped. It was just a... It was just a logo. It was just a logo. He'll match every dollar up to $2,000. Who? (laughs) <laughs> Levy, Levy's going to match every dollar up if we wrap Joey's oh, boat. Oh, now you're going to put a wrap on it. Yeah, Ali. The problem is, is Joey has 
Well, the problem is the wrap's three grand. Well, we're two Which, thirds the way there. <laughs> we're two. If if they can, we but get, we're not going to wrap it just for kicks. If we but, get two grand out of it, that's a thousand dollars extra because he's going to match well, two. We got to make some money on it somehow. We we've, we've been doing this almost a year and haven't made a dime. I got <laughs> I, I got to pull the reins a little bit. <laughs> the logo is a wrap in South Carolina. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there is so many things I could say to that right now. We're not, we're not going down that road. David, tonight. you got any we, Rusty we, Hook stickers in here? <laughs> There's a whole bunch of them on the counter up there. I got a whole bunch of them. No, all jokes aside, Joey's got some prior agreements with. with I figured. I figured. And, and, and you know what? They're, they're South Carolina based company, too. Their Palmetto State Armory is involved. As well in this boating and fishing alliance. That's good. And you know what? If if Levy wants my logo on Joey's boat, and Joey wants to put my logo on his boat, we could probably make something happen. <laughs> <laughs> if, if only if only only if Ackwright would show his face, I might just slap a sticker on it just because. Now wait a minute. He posted his boat. Not, not I didn't too see long it. Ago. Unfortunately. I think I saw it. Was it the two fifty-five gallon drones with the motor? Get us what get us it. You get a buff and a sticker for twenty-five dollars. Also, you get on the newsletter to uh, (laughs) to know what's up, what's happening, so you know who to call, when to call, and what to call for. (laughs) Hashtag Tommy Actright twenty-four for Nancy Governor. Um, he's. I wish you would come to the show. I you wish know what? You would too. We could put you in the corner. Joe and I were talking about this. We don't have to show your face. You can we, just sit in the corner. We could put like those old uh, crime detective shows. Yeah. Make them put in a dark room, all blurry, and give him one of them. <laughs> yeah. Make his voice real deep. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, Rick Amato said he's getting old balls rep. <laughs> <laughs> I I hadn't seen this boat. I, I'd like. Is it the one with the fifty-five gallon drum no, cut out with a little old, five horsepower? He, he posted it making jokes when he won the whatever it was, nineteen eighty-three classic or whatever he said it was out of a. It's an old old timey Skeeter. That's exactly right, Jody. Yeah. You know our boat our boat registration went from went from twenty bucks a year to you can pay by the year is twenty dollars a year now. When you register, when you buy a new boat and you register it in North Carolina, Brian Key, I wish Roy Cooper was watching. Um, when you register your boat in North Carolina, it's three years and it's two hundred and thirty bucks. Dang, that's cheap. No, it's not. For no, don't come to South Carolina. Not when nah, it's he's not, not when it's been twenty he's bucks. Not, he's not talking about taxes. He's uh, talking no, about I'm talking about your registration. That little sticker that says twenty, whatever. This is twenty one, so it's day twenty four. Yeah. Hey, Geddes, keep your mouth shut. Running for office. Oh, God, Geddes. No, I'm just going to tell you now, David could never run for office. Is Kennard fishing opens? I heard Kennard was fishing opens, yeah. Um, No, Jody, just go back to rebut your comment. You're right. A lot of times when this happens, money goes to saltwater. That's right. Because... Especially, face it, but, but face like, it. That's where all the money's at. Well, uh, but it, but North Carolina is different than South Carolina. North Carolina, the vast majority of the fishermen. Well, I shouldn't say the vast majority of fishermen, but a lot of the money that's 
that goes to the fisheries commission is sent to the coast for the commercial fishermen. Why do you think why do you guys think that is though? Because the commercial fishermen have lobbyists up there that are taking care of all that stuff for them. Okay. That's, that's why. So do you not think that it's possible for freshwater fishermen to get lobbyists to do the same thing for them? I don't know. Saltwater guys are the only ones that can afford to put a six hundred brand new V twelve Mercury on their boat too. Did though. you see the one that had four on it? Yeah. I'm just asking. I mean, really and truly, though, because this is what this is what fishermen don't understand. I'm gonna say this out loud. Nobody criticize me until you hear me completely out. Fishermen are dumb rednecks. Bass fishermen are dumb rednecks. Here's why: because we go out fishing, we get this. Everybody perceives us as dumb rednecks. Well, see, but now, okay, but now, but see, nope. you should have said that before. You called everybody dumb redneck. Dang, David, we just lost half our viewers. (laughs) You probably did, but really, truly, stay with me. Think about it, though. How many times have we all got together to go fight for something? Oh, yeah. How many times has anybody done anything at Lake Norman besides this stocking program? How many times have you sat down with wildlife to give your opinion on something? Never. Never. All we have to do is group up together and say, you know what, enough of this. We want to do this and have the conversation. The DNR wants to hear it from us. They want to have the conversations with us, but they don't know how to get to have those conversations. So the, the thing in all that is is you need someone to lead it, and it sounds like you've got it with SCBFA. That's right. That's so the whole point. Is some, it's, it's an organization. Behind something. Somebody's got to start the movement, and then it'll get <laughs> steamrolled. Steamroll behind everything. No, but really, really and truly, fishermen haven't figured out how to use the system to benefit them on the political side of things. Well, the I'm, more people, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say because most uh, most bass fishermen don't care. It's not that they don't care; it's that they just want to go fishing. Yeah. They don't want to deal with political crap and this, that, and the other. And I mean. I'm glad that, that you guys are doing this. Maybe, like I said, maybe it'll trickle over into North Carolina and and we can get something done about the fisheries in North Carolina because, like I said before, all the money goes to the saltwater. What is it? Oh, I've, I've fired everybody up, and it's great. I love it. People are talking, making jokes. Uh, Robbie Dyke, Coastal Conservation is a good association. They are more geared for the saltwater. South Carolina Boating and Fishing Alliance for South Carolina is, yes, they're going to do stuff for saltwater, but their goal is right now freshwater with helping back the Coastal Conservation Association. We're all, you know, everybody's working together for the greater good. I don't know anything about saltwater fishing or how the tax stuff works. Anthony Burton's saying that we just donate a license fee and the coastal fishermen are donating tax dollars. How does uh, explain I don't how do, how it. does how does a fisherman donate tax dollars? You think we don't get taxed on everything we buy? <laughs> yeah, we're donating it all right. Every time we you check every, out. <laughs> every time you pump gas in the boat, put gas in your truck, buy a pack of crackers at the store. South Atlantic Marine Council. Carl. Boy, I tell you what, everybody's got great ideas. And this is just the start. Who knows what it's going to turn into? Well, that's good. I hope. I mean, really, really, and truly, thing. you don't know what it's going to turn into. 
All right, the sales pitch is over. If anybody's no, got any questions. No, it ain't going to stop. No, you wouldn't open yeah, up a can of worms. can of worms, Conberry Rednecks. You're going to have to fold your feet in the fire now. If my feet are in the fire, I'll. Joey, just so you know, you said you're back. Uh, did you say his name's not Levi? How you say it? Levy? I don't know him. We're auctioning off Levy. your boat, Joey. Levy. Levy, right. Levy said he would give match every dollar up to $2,000 if we put a logo on your wrap. So. Basically, Levy has started a uh, almost a GoFundMe page to get your boat wrap for you live. We're up to <laughs> we're up to one thousand. Oh, hold on, twenty-five dollars. Hold on a minute. Here's the deal. I'll pay, pay three thousand dollars of products Trump for Joey. Flag. If you guys hang a Trump flag atop the backdrop of your next ten podcasts. Well we're not doing that for Joey, but you bring us three thousand dollars. That's we'll what he said. Two. He said he'll well, pay for three thousand dollars of products for Joey. The store. Oh. I don't I'm not doing it for Joey. Hey, uh <laughs> Levy, I don't know if you can see it, but we do have the Liberty Eagle in the background at all times. But sir. for three grand we'll hang up two Trump flags. <laughs> hey, I'll wear my MAGA hat. <laughs> Rob die twenty thirty. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Big die. We're gonna get big die in here to do a little bit of politicking. You know what? Though? But but truly, really and truly, the system is there. You can use the system. South Carolina Boating Fishing Alliance is educating anglers how to do that. Anthony answered your question, Shane. Said they're paying big taxes on those catches. And they make sure the lobbyists are making that argument. Bass fishermen aren't using that tool. Most argue that pay a license. I got you. Okay, thank you. I didn't. I didn't realize that. I understand that. So they got to pay for the, their commercial fish catches. I guess so they get taxed on them. They get taxed on what they sell. Yeah. 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 It, I don't want to sell bass. I want to catch him, weigh him, and throw him back. I just want to borrow him for a while. Don't eat your business partners. Right? <laughs> That's right. Don't eat your business partners. <laughs> Well, oh, but there's enough of those business partners in the ocean. You even. I hear you, big die. I'm gonna I'm give you all a little bit of insight. Of what I already ha- know it. I'm gonna give you all a little bit of insight of what happened down there. It's, uh, it's just on a lighter note. When we were uh, we were down there the other night and uh, sitting around, we got finished eating dinner. And for those of you that don't know, Todd Alton is like one of the world's biggest crankbait junkies I've ever seen. This guy brings a tote. This year he got one with wheels. Used to is me or Rob one had to help him carry it in. He never fishes out of it. He never does anything with it. He just brings it. Well, <laughs> them boys got a little bit uh, too deep into beers. And <laughs> Todd, they said we're drinking white. This claws. is so fun. No, they, they've stopped the white claws. I think I finally busted them enough. They quit that. <laughs> but um, they uh. Todd, Todd had a couple bases. I think it was a couple nippadiddies and a devil horse. and I mean, it was something that, to me, looked like just old baits. You know, I didn't, I don't know what they're worth or any of that stuff. But um, Rob made Todd an offer on these baits that was just, I when I heard it, I thought to myself, he's way too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing, what, what made it so funny was Todd. Todd started squirming, and, oh, uh, man, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And I, I'll just tell you, he offered him $200 for some stuff I wouldn't give him $10 for. <laughs> he God, I, I don't know. I, man, man, I just don't know. I just don't know if I can find another one like that. And this went on for 20 minutes. 
I laughed so hard my guts were hurting. <laughs> hey, I've I've dealt Todd Todd may or may not have one or two hundred of my crankbaits that I've he's he's conned me out of over <laughs> over time. Man, I you know, for for me, if I'm paying that kind of money for a bait, I'm fishing with it. I don't want to put it in a glass cage and say, man, that thing's beautiful. <laughs> For me, a bait being beautiful is with a five-pounder hung on in the back of it. That's what I like. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, okay, guys. We're going to have to pull the plug on this. <laughs> oh, man. I'm ready to see you put a hurting. Can you see that? Yeah, Philip, we're going to try. Well, I, hope think, I hope they don't hurt me. If the, well, here, I'll put a caveat on it. If the water's not muddy, do you think smallmouth will play? Smallmouth are going to play either way. Do you think so? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's, somebody's going to fish specifically for them. I don't know if you can catch enough smallmouth every day to win. I think you. I think it's going to take a mixed bag. Hmm. Because that place does definitely have some really nice smallmouth in it. Hold up a second, Shane. I'm going to interrupt you. Robbie uh-huh. died. Did did Todd actually cave and sell you the baits for he two? He did. He did. Wow. That I'm telling you, it was so funny, and Rob, Rob reminded him of it the rest of the week. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. That's, a, that's something I didn't think would ever happen. Todd sells some baits. Todd sells some. He'll buy well, them all day long, but you go try to get one. Yeah. Well, then, well, the funny the funny thing about it was was at the end of the week, Todd finally admitted to those being doubles of other things that he had. Oh, that's a good salesman. He got him with his whole supply and demand thing, and then Joshua, good. I'm gonna have my sticker guy cut you a sticker that says Colberg fifty percent on it, <laughs> <laughs> just so you can put that on your boat. A thousand dollars for Pelosi in a bikini. That ain't enough, Daryl. <laughs> that ain't enough, buddy. We'll get you a carpet graphic. Yeah, for some reason, I feel like this is going. It's down yeah. a very dark road. You probably you don't want is. to start with politics. Adam Fillmore will be on here in a minute. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> he might already be. Yeah, he might be. Forty thousand. Man. All right, so give us a wait next week. Rob's on here too. Yeah, big guy. What do you think? Well, we should have had him right? on here tonight. I should have thought about that. You say seventy-four pounds. I said that's what I said. Thank you. you no, I didn't say that. I said sixty-eight. Yeah, I said seventeen a day. That's almost going to take as much as it did at St. John's. No, New had seventy. He had seventy-eight. That's right. I completely overshot that. I thought they'd be a little farther along. I told you how what it was going to well, take, then I missed it by one pound. The half the fog delay the first day. Yeah. Really hurt it. Well, I say that, but Gary Klaus still had 25 pounds the first day. He so. did. He whacked him. 77. I think that's a little heavy. 15 a day. 15 a day? I, I would love to have 15 a day. I would. I, hmm. That's a. Uh, For what? The tour? Rob Dye, Loudon, next week, pounds. where you and Todd and Shane are all supposed to be going. Jason, we did not do a, a guest to wait. We uh, we used it in our uh, fantasy, fantasy fishing. fishing group, which we're up to 50 members in that now. Really? Yeah. That's good. Hey, I finished 18th, which is not terrible for my first. You got in there? 
I did. I went ahead and broke down. Did you? Yeah, I did terrible. You were second. No, I was not. Okay. That's not me. Daniel Cook won. Daniel, yeah, Daniel Cook's like ranked. He's like ninety nine point nine percent right now. In the in the. Yeah, he's like eighteenth overall in the world right now. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he had a perfect uh, roster. Dang. Yeah, I did terrible. The only good pick I had was Patrick Walters. Um, that's not me. No, Daryl, we cannot lock out. Can't go to Watts Bar. Oh, we we have to here. fish uh, Loudon and Teleco. Oh. We can go all the way up to Chihaui. But uh, I'm probably Who's not that? making Who's that run that? I'm not sure to Chihaui from downtown Knoxville. Huh. Jeff Macking, 13th, and he had new. Yeah. A bunch of people picked new. That did really well. Did they? Yeah. At least in our in our group. Yeah. If the local di- if the local guys do good, our group will be good. Period. Because everybody pick picks a lot of local guys. guys. Yeah. Yeah. I will say this. No offense, Shane, but I'm gonna pick KJ I'll over you pick next him. time. Pick him. I don't care. <laughs> I beat Joey Sabakis, so I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> he did when? That's the only time he oh, beat him. Oh, talking about okay. fancy fishing. Oh, okay. Man. If we just keep Uh-oh. talking about this. If we just keep talking about this. Joe, we're going to have $100,000 for it before the show's over. I mean. We're up to five grand now. See that? What's he talking about? I don't know. Shane, I'll give you the 411 after the podcast. Okay. We got, I mean, be your design. We'll back it big time. Well, that's one of, I don't, that's uh, one of Joey's crane buddies. That's right. Jason Land. <laughs> You're right, Jason. David did take two, not one, but two butt whoopings. <laughs> hey. I, Three, technically, because he had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> It was. It was bad. <laughs> I'm going to just tell you, for all those guys that hit that porridge on Alcoa, I'm sorry. <laughs> Blew it up. YouTube might match it. He's talking about sad fishing. YouTube page. <laughs> all right, so we talked about St. John's. What did you end up doing? I, I know you it I finished good, 66th, but, I think. So... My, Reed and I were talking. Explain the, the one-pound penalty. I assumed you were late. I was a minute late uh, day one to check in because I had a little boat issue. My boat, I was running back in, and my boat shut down in the middle of the river. Um, was this before or after you broke it in? Huh? Was this before? No, this was day one of the tournament. So, I, d- I did never get asked you. You never cranked your boat before you got the same. Not John's. until I backed it in the water the first morning of practice. And you did your entire break-in in practice. Look at this guy go. Yep. How long was your first day? Pretty long. <laughs> just well, say. we had to be off the water at dark, and let's just say this. When I got off the water, then she was dark. But, um, you know, um, had, a little bit of, had a little bit of boat trouble, and just one of them deals. I mean, it wound up at the, at the end of the day, it cost me 11 places in the tournament. Which is uh, 
I mean, 66 to, you know, 55th doesn't sound like a whole lot. But at the end of the season, you know, 11 OY points is, is, a lot. is a lot. So, I mean, all I can do is just put it behind me and go on, you know. That that tournament, the whole tournament for me was kind of crazy because I fished um, – I tried to fish close by the ramp the first day, you know, just, just because we had that three-hour fog delay and everything. But then the tide got all messed up on me because I couldn't fish when I needed to be fishing because all my fish were coming on low tide. Well, by the time we got blasted off, it was high tide. Well – moving forward to the second day it kind of got bumped out you know the tide jumps up two hours every day so i knew that the tide was going to be messed up when i took off i never spent one minute in robin in practice none whatsoever i just was sitting there that night and i decided i told robin todd i said if we get a full day tomorrow barring any fog i said i'm going to robin never seen it but i know what i'm doing is no good so i gotta go find something else so um so I wound up going to Robman and done okay. I had 13 pounds out of Robman. Um, and on lost, four, right? On four. I lost another fish that would have uh, I would actually made the the 50 cut with, but you know that's we're not going to get into lost fish stories. But so there was a lot of what I'll call looked like blind bed fishing. That's pretty is much that what, what you it were is. doing. Uh, no, actually, um, I was catching fish flipping. Uh, I was fishing close by i was fishing a little just a very little canal that uh had about eight feet of water in the middle of it and i was just fishing the wood and then when i went to robman i was sight fishing you were sight fishing yeah robman like i said i kind of i hate i didn't spend any time over there in practice because i would have known how much more clear robman was than sure. the river well that's the first year robman was available to you guys, no right? uh, a couple years ago it was available but the last time we were there it was not um so, <laughs> sucker. So anyway, you know, it just kind of, it is what it is. Oh, we just go on to the next one. That's great. What am I? Are you saying something? I'm not. Hey, it must be. Brian Key and his son saw you leaving. Oh yeah. There's champion, <laughs> champion generator generator's running. That's right. It was on drawdown last year. Ah, okay. I guess that's why it was closed off I'm, then. I remember hearing talks about in the news or social media or whatever, they were talking about letting Rodman go completely. Well, they've tried They've tried several times to to drain it, and then the the people fight it, and then they leave it. The um, mm-hmm. thing about Rodman is, is, man, that thing's got more stumps in than Lake Fork, and I didn't think that was possible. That's crazy. Yeah, I saw – we were talking about this earlier, but somebody from Carolina Delete Series had, <laughs> had posted pictures from being at uh, Rodman. Gene Barber, maybe, had posted pictures from last year sometime being at Rodman, and you're looking at stumps, tree oh, yeah. stumps like this yep. everywhere. Are they, everywhere. Is it cypress stumps? I don't know what they are. They're just stumps. Gotcha. Palm trees, palm trees, palm trees, palm trees. <laughs> hey, I fished and blow down some palm trees that were blow down. I was like, never caught one off a palm tree before. <laughs> <laughs> Did They're you? Like, no. no. <laughs> I, I'd imagine that'd be kind of tough on the line. Absolutely, it'd have to be. I mean, yeah. 
All right, so we got CBC coming up. You said twenty one pounds are gonna win. That. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. I didn't say twenty one. I'm gonna say it's gonna take. Let's call nineteen. I'm gonna say it'll take nineteen. That's what I, I was gonna say. Eighteen, nineteen pounds. Yeah. Um, I've never caught that up there, but maybe Saturday will be the day. Maybe. I'm going, so there's a chance. Right? That's right. Anytime you go, you got a chance. I'd just like, be happy to catch more than 14 pounds up there. Just like Tommy <laughs> Ackwright's avatar guy said, you're telling me there's a chance. That's right. Glory Christmas. <laughs> uh, so that's going on. Following week, you're at Tennessee River. Um our championship, which we got to talk about, we got to figure that out. Yeah, boy. All, all, four, six all four of you. Um, so y'all just need to quit messing with this crap and go to start going to Norman. Man, this is, um, Jason Lands, we talked about that. Uh, oh, the it was announced that the uh, the Carolina North Carolina Western Federation tournament is coming to, back to Wiley. I think it's May 6th and 7th. Yeah. Um, and for those that don't know about that, that's the Bassmaster Nation. And if you don't fish the Opens, that's the only path to the Classic for us. That's the long way. The long way. But it is a way. It is a way, that's right. It's either that or win an Open, right? Or being the Bassmaster Elite Series. Yep. Or being college. I still... We got it. We've never talked about it. Gary Klaus and his two-hour-plus run to fish an hour the first day to haul back. And you know the the thing the thing about that is this right here. I I talked to Gary a little bit, and um, I didn't actually talk to him at this tournament. But there were some guys that uh, told me that Gary never had a bite there where he went in practice. He just gambled. He gambled on the fish coming there. You know, that's why he said in the thing, in all of his interviews, you've seen him, he's talked about the fish. He felt like the fish were coming to him because he never had a bite there in practice. And he rolls up down there and catches 25 pounds in an hour. So, obviously, they were coming to him. I think he just, in Florida, a lot of people don't realize this. Those fish will get up there and spawn and leave in a matter of about 8 to 10 hours. They don't get up there and stay long. They're not like the fish here. You know, you find a fish. On Friday, will you go back on Saturday or Sunday and that fish is still sitting there as long as nobody's caught it. Those Florida fish, they don't do that. Those big those big females, they get up there, they do their business, and they go back out. Wherever they go, the giant mystery's always been, where do the big ones go after the spawn? So, um, That's the way it is on Santee, too. After they get past that last wave of trees, it's like, what we do now. Yeah, Joe, Joey, I'm just going to tell you, you'd be better off just to go ahead and try to get 20 out of your boy because uh, unless he's going to sponsor both of us, that ain't happening. I don't know. <laughs> what are we talking about? Those two weird comments that don't make any sense. Three front upper pony. <laughs> what? I don't even know what that means. I guess that's a weight guess. Uh, Michael Carson says he's working on the Gaston County Sheriff's Tournament. That was canceled last year. That, that, that was fun. I fished, the, the, I guess, the yeah, first how two. Do, how do you do that right there, Brandon? Uh, David can do it, I think. What are we doing? Delete uh, this block this user. They're gone. Uh, 
Yeah, so the, the Federation's here. I don't know where it'll be after that, but you've, you've made the state team before. I've you? made the state team four times, yeah. So the way that works is I've never made it. I've, I've finished bridesmaid twice in that number four. Yeah. On the boater side and the two times I fished it. I didn't realize letting one fish go on high rock whenever that was four years ago would have cost me it because the guy that caught 20 pounds the first day zeroed the second day. <laughs> you should have known it was high rock, man. That, that's a, that can happen so anytime down there. But anyways, tell us how that works, Shane, because I've never made it out of the out of the region. Well, what you do is you, you fish the your regional qualifier. They take the top three boaters and the top three no boaters to the state team. Um, North Carolina has two regions. They um, they have eastern region and a western region, which uh, the qualifiers from each divisional or from each regional make up the state team, which then goes to the divisionals. Uh, the divisionals um, now, I think, include North Carolina, South Carolina, Alabama, Georgia, uh, New York. I can't remember. Chuck Murray is on here. He could help me with this. Yeah. Um, but anyway, what you do is the, <clears throat> these are your divisions. Everybody goes to the division. The number one boater and the number one no boater on the state team goes to the Federation National Championship, which is held at different places throughout, you know, they have one tournament. Then the winner of that tournament gets a berth to the Classic, which is how, um, let me back up, they get a berth to the Classic, um, which is how guys like Brandon Pollinick got in, uh, the elites to begin with. Um, Daryl Okamika, a guy I traveled with a couple times, um, he um, he got in that way. That's if you win the national. If championship. you win the national championship, yeah. plus you get an invite to the you get automatic birth to the classic, an invite to the elite series, and I think they pay half your entry fees to the elite series. To the elite series, I, I'm not exactly sure how that works. And um, you said the tournaments in when? May sixth and seventh. On Lake Wiley, that's just the first start of it, though. But it's it's a great way for guys to uh, to compete at a at a higher level than what you're accustomed to, because you know we all compete against each other around home and stuff. But once you kind of get you get out of your element, as as I like to say, um, and especially you know you go to where I think each state each state gets to gets to host the event like every however many years it comes your turn you get to pick wherever you want the event to be in your state like for the national championship no for the for the uh, divisional gotcha like if let's just say it was north carolina's year you know chuck would get the guys together and say all right where y'all want to go well of course you got half of them that want to go here and half of them want to go there so yeah well there's a couple couple qualifiers i think I know the ones on Wiley were talking about baiting as well for one. Oh Lord! And then that was good. The Chowan River for some reason. I yeah. guess that's for the uh, north eastern guys. Yeah. Um. But I, am I am I wrong in the national championship? I know the winner go gets an elite series berth. But not only are you fishing against everybody but you're also fishing against just your divisional guys Derek too, right? really just stated divisionals on Hartwell this year okay so if you so, beat, I, so I'm sure South Carolina's hosting then 
and I and I don't know the dates, Daryl, but I, or uh, Daryl, uh, Derek, but I'm best. I'm gonna bet it's around the herring spawn. <laughs> um, but if you if you're the best highest finisher in your division, well, that's how you get a a birth to the classic too. Right? Yeah, you no, you don't get a birth to the classic doing that. There's only one birth to the classic. Okay. No, you're I right. There were several. You're right. You're right. There's one from each. You have to be the highest finisher in a national championship in the national championship from your, region. from your region okay that's right you're right those are the guys that always have the white red and black jerseys and it says Lawrence Mercury and uh, Alliance Alliance yeah I'm not exactly sure what Alliance is but I don't know either four of those jerseys <laughs> Hartwell is late April so how do they do that I told if you to be around there it's if the divisional is on May, in May on Wiley how the, pro- the problem with late April though is, is it could be like the tail oh, end of it that's that what they want they don't want it good for everybody so yeah that, that's kind of the strategy that comes into that because yeah. I don't know what they do now but used to the top prize was a boat and whoever's on the state team they'd take the boat and sell it and then split the money Across, the, across team. the team. Yeah, I don't know what the, if they still give a boat or what they do because it's been a long time since I've done any of that stuff. Mm. Um. Yep, Iconelli did make it through the federation. Iconelli did. Yeah, that's right. That's uh, that was the only way to do it before the uh, the opens, right? Yeah. You had to come through the nation, but that was before the elite series too. That was the what yeah. they call those the invitationals or the top 100s or wait a minute I don't no Ike didn't make it through the Ike might have made the classic one year but Ike Ike actually the year he went pro he won the Coinger side at Lake Norman of the old BP top 100 he won the Coinger side there and sold the boat and got and had the money you know to uh, to pay his entry fees for the following year there you go Derek says the one in May you're you're fishing for the twenty twenty two divisional. Gotcha. So if you start this year. Yeah, Michael Carson's been on the South Carolina State team a few times. Stan Gunner has been on it a few times. So if you start this year on Wiley, you fish a twenty twenty two divisional, do you go to a twenty twenty two national championship for a tw- potential twenty twenty three classic berth? I guess that's the way it would be because this year would be for the twenty two class. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it is a. Yep, Kersel did win the classic. Yeah, the only the only federation guy to ever win the classic. That's right. Him and his fish calls. Yeah, little whistle. <clears throat> I might have to show up in May. Don't be scared. Don't <laughs> like Wiley. Be scared. Just say you're scared. I'll, know. I'll see if I have anything that conflicts it in my schedule. Oh, boy. Well, it's on a Friday. My so. schedule's so deep, you know. Yeah. Wildcat. <laughs> Jeff Mackey went to Maine last year for the state team. How'd that go, Jeff? I think like half the team never caught a bass up there the whole week. It's crazy figuring out the puzzle. But yeah, it, it, we're trying to rack her. Well, it's not really that hard. It's just that we don't know it that well. And we're kind of flying by a seat of our pants trying to answer questions here. Brandon Brand yeah, will got, draw a paper graph for I next week. <laughs> yeah. Derek and we'll Rob chart, Dyer. We'll have a chart next week. Derek and Rob Dyer are saying yes, so I would think that was the answer to my fishing for the 2023 Classic. Yeah. 
Y'all confused. <laughs> we stay confused. Hey, David G. Williams has got this right. We're the kings of misinformation. <laughs> She'd been on here earlier, David, when when your other David was politicking. Turned down trip to Maine. Yeah, I did that also. <laughs> yeah, you do have to be part of the Federation Nation to fish it. So that means your, your you, club either has to be federated. Are you allowed to fish it mm-hmm. now? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, there's no, they don't have stupid rules. <laughs> no pros allowed. Yeah, they don't have You want to have rule. a side bet for me if you're here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I promise you. I might yeah. want in on that one, too. Yeah, not a problem. Saying I, I might run into each other a couple times. but <laughs> Hey, that's what I'm banking on. You two be fishing the same water, well, and I can you, have some myself. All you guys will be out there chucking spoons at each other. Yeah. So. Nope. Catching you 14 pounds. Not for the first two hours. 14 pounds. Yeah, I got 14 on three. Yeah, hey, I think I won. <laughs> I think I won an ABA with 14 or 17 one time well, I mean, around that same time. Well, well, 14 or 17 is a big difference. I don't remember. So. <laughs> it's it's written down at the house somewhere with a little chicken head. <laughs> I've never won one of those. I've never won a big tournament, so I can't say anything. I never got no chicken head. You got some money there, right? Finished. I fished three of them in my life. I finished second, second, and third. <laughs> I remember that one. I fished it. You'd have won if I li- you wouldn't have killed that one. I li- yeah. Yeah, I would have beat. Rob Dye actually won it. I would have won it. But I had not one but two dead fish. That's what you get for hooking them in the tongue in June. Yeah, I dummy. guess. Hey, uh, need to work on your hook set. I guess. Start, that's where that's where the like 1v1 this. between Hammer and I started was at that ABA. Oh, really? Yeah. He was mad when I come in. Well, he was leading it, and I come in. You know what? I think I remember a story from that. Y'all, y'all messing with Joe. His boat floating off. Didn't your boat float out in the middle of the lake? That oh uh, yeah, it did. That's right. <laughs> it did. It, it did. It did. It did. Who brought that up? Somebody had nobody. I just remembered it. <laughs> Man, you got one of them carbon memories. No, that's where that's where the the little one v one beef between Hamrick and I started, and I beat him every time. He came to Wiley up until the CBC championship. Brian Key, smart board behind us would be cool. Nope. It would be cool, but, well, we need to get Joey's buddy on here. Maybe he'll – 20 grand and a smart board. <laughs> <laughs> Let him swallow your cricket. I mean, did Clun even fish? He did. Clun blanked two days in a row. I don't know. Where it must went. not have been on the dollar pads on a spinner. Bit. There's no dollar pads. I know. <laughs> that was my point. Yeah, the thing I, uh, well, I don't know where he went the first day, but I know for a fact he went to Robin the second day because I was in the lock with him. We bored Rob Die. He's going to bed. No, it's Ro- no, it's Rob Die's bedtime. Okay. Good night, Rob. Let's do this. I'll match you five hundred to throw in the pot. The one v one between Joey and Shane. Golly, five hundred dollars on it now. Oh, uh. oh, uh. I'll I'll match it. Come on, Levy, let's do it. Yeah, thousand <laughs> bucks. Now, now, how are we going to does does uh, me, are me and Joey get this money? Yeah, that's what. Right, it's oh, yeah. it's winner take all. Awesome. Now I'm gonna have to play a little harder. There you go. <laughs> you ain't going to Norman this week now, are you? Going down to Greenwood no, while Greenwood's Joe is up in Virginia. All right, let's see. We got some more rules in here for the Federation stuff. 
bass changed away to the classic, it's first, second, third, goes to classic, not first in division. My son Brian finished fourth this year. Okay. Didn't make it. Ah. Dang it. Derek, new for this year, top team from the three events, will be invited to the Bass Team Championship at Eufaula in December, where the top angler will receive the last spot. I'm reading. Sorry. I got five bucks on Shane. <laughs> Joe sucks. You read that at all? Yeah. <laughs> idea three day tournament half. I don't know what's going on here Jason Land's kind of kicking around the idea he sent me a little thing the other day he's wanting to do a um, Jason before I go any further do you want can, me to talk about this can, can I stop you right there why would no 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 okay. anyway never mind I'm going to save my commentary to the end He's in. Just hey, give it to Joey. Just give it to Joey. We'll square up. I'll I'll hold it while during the during the tournament. Jason Land waiting on you, bud. I hope Joey's still watching. He's gonna get nervous now. That's the point. Y'all don't put the pressure on him. Well, uh, Brad Rutherford and Cam Kahara from Pure Fishing said he was said he was gonna come and. Uh, uh, heckle Joey all day during a 1v1. <laughs> Joe's going to be throwing them Walmart crankbaits. That's <laughs> what he called away, yep. says. <laughs> Read the whole comment, Shane. Oh, gosh. I read the whole comment. All right. Idea of a three-day tournament. Half the field fish is Saturday. Other half fish is Sunday. Top half from both fish for the big money. $200 entry per boat. $50 optional side pot. Third day is ten dollars big fish per day, hundred percent per payback. boat. Ten dollars big fish per boat. Per, no, it, it says, says per, per day. day. Oh, he meant per oh, boat. Gotcha. Oh, so no, it probably doesn't. It probably means ten dollars per day for the big okay, fish. Okay, so so to, if you're getting everything, you two sixty. So why don't we just have a three day tournament? Two hundred dollars a boat. Everybody fish, and you cut the field. Don't split it up. Let everybody fish the same conditions. You can fish smaller boats then. Or smaller lakes, then. I mean, just that way you're, that way you, everybody is equal playing field. One thing that I didn't ever understand was the Sunday winter trail, Saturday and Sunday winter trail at, at Norman, where they took Saturday's weights and they, paired them. They never did that. You fish Saturday for money, and you fish Sunday for money. So it wasn't broken up pot. Mm -hmm. No. Hmm. No. Well, I like and that's what Jason's saying. I like the idea of having a multi-day tournament. Everybody pay up two hundred and block out three days and bring what you brought. You should fish the opens. The entry <laughs> fee is a little steeper, boys and girls. Jason, all I can Thing tell about you it is, is though, put it out there and see who comes. It's hard. It's going to be hard to get a lot of boats locally to fish three days. I'm going to tell because, you right now, I cannot fish a Thursday, Friday, Saturday say, tournament because yeah. that means I'm going to have to practice Tuesday and Wednesday. So I might as well take the whole week off from work. A lot of and guys. And when you got two young kids off three limits. weeks worth of vacation. Off limits. But still, yeah, a lot of guys, aren't. they're not going to take. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, but a lot of guys would have to take Friday off work, and they're not going to put $260 up in the blind. They're going to want to practice. 
we do it every every time we fish the CBC. Uh, I agree. I agree. And with it brings two hundred boats. And the, I, the big, yeah, but they pay ten thousand dollars too. The big reason that is because I believe the lakes off limits during the entire week. So Chris Chris Fuentes is in. He's all about it. Well, I'm. I'm <laughs> hey, uh, Jason Land. Let's uh let's talk this over. Let's put it together. This would be fun to do, even if it's a one time and it fizzles out. It'd well, be Jason cool. Land's saying you fish Saturday. Nah, and Sunday, will be the fall. Okay, the well, there, there you go. No, I, I can understand that. What's wrong with that? Everybody's still fishing the same conditions. I know. It's, I mean, put it out there. It's like I had a tournament Saturday. Nobody showed up. <laughs> Brian Key, it's raining so hard a bar just like through my farm gate off the Savannah River. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's not as that's still not as funny as Keith DuBose's chickens wearing life jackets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So Alright, so I'll, this so this one V one. This will be the biggest one V one yet. It will be. You're right about that, Joey. We're gonna have a little bit of little bit of cabbage on the line. Joey, we need a poster. You said you had a poster ready to go. Something about butter bean or something. <laughs> <laughs> After seeing Daniel Cook's rap on your boat, man, we need to get him to make it. No. <laughs> nope. Daniel Cook is out. He's not allowed to. Nope. I used to let to him it. go ride with me occasionally. No, he's done now. I done fired him. Dang, you want a tackle pack? He's out. No more. I've cut him off. $20,000 payout. Now, based on that, now how many boats would that be based on? 100? 200 times yeah, two hundred dollars times a hundred boats. Yeah, that's twenty thousand dollars. And you get a big fish pot every day. Yeah, hundred boats. Come on now. <laughs> what? Daniel Cook. And they ain't worried about him. He's, he's talking about you cut him off. Yep. He stay home and be daddy. All right, we miss anything tonight? It's cross for the director. <laughs> uh, that would be a big negative, Ghost Rider. I don't have that one yet. We're going to let Jason handle the tournament director duties. Levy, text me when this thing's over. We get squared away on all the pertinent information, buddy. Is, uh, isn't that how they did King of the Lake that one year? What? King of the Lake was... Uh, I know it was all had, single boat, but didn't y'all fish? They like, had like seven day? tournaments. It was... They had a... Uh, it may have been one a month or one every other month. And then the final was two days. And I thought for some reason y'all, y'all did something where y'all fished. Oh, that was that head-to-head stuff y'all did. Who did head? Oh no, they you did. They, no, I never got in no. on that deal because that to me just sounded ignorant. And it you had up. to you had to fish head to head. Or it was whatever. bracket fishing. Okay, it was four hours. You go fish for four hours, come away, go back out for four more hours, and it cuts the bracket every time. Everybody put in a hundred bucks or something. That sounds fun. Hey, listen, Ron Farrow's lost a bunch of fishing rods out there fishing match fishing. Put in to put the boat in the water at six o'clock in the evening. Come in at two, and you separate two hours per man. You, you get two hours. He gets two hours. 
and you alternate the ends of the boats, kind of like the old ultimate match fishing. Mm-hmm. That's coming back. We uh, they still do it every year. We we did that several times for fishing rods and other things. You know, I heard that same story, but from the other end, that you lost a bunch of fishing rods. Huh? I did. Oh no, I <laughs> I lost too. I lost. He he lost. We. We traded stuff back and forth for about a month, <laughs> and then it kind of just got dumb. Uh, when are you leaving? Sunday? I'm leaving Sunday. Yeah. Right. I was gonna fish Jason Land's tournament Saturday at Tuckertown, but he canceled it. And it's supposed to be sunny. Uh, with all, I mean, this don't get me wrong. I'm just messing with him. He, the reason he canceled it is the exact reason. There's gonna be. So much trash floating down the Yakin River, it's going to be Tucker terrible. Town be it'll be too. it'll be dangerous. It'll be very dangerous, yep. especially Tucker Town. The main channel of that place is only six boats wide, anyway. Yeah. So if you get outside them buoys, uh, watch out for you can tear up stuff quick there. <laughs> Not that I've ever done it. What's but Daniel I've seen Cook it. talking about? You threw the towel. Me and him go back and forth with each other all the time. Oh. <laughs> Man, Shane, $1,000 and the belt. And the belt. What's more important? The belt. Absolutely. Yeah, the belt. <laughs> you know, somebody tagged me in a place that makes these nice leather belts with the buckle and everything. 150 bucks, we can have one. Really? Yes. A real live. But that kind of takes away from the belt Brandon's kids made. I kind of like it. Oh, I know. I mean, there's some. I mean, maybe maybe we could maybe we could do this. Maybe maybe we could get a nice belt and then take the belt that and tape it that, the inside that, of that Braxton Hansley made and put it put it up here on like the Wall of Fame. There you go. We could do that. That's not a bad idea. Well, after you win a thousand dollars, maybe you can. Because we had no budget at the beginning. We'll do that. But if I if I win, we're buying a belt. There you go. All right. Plain and simple. <laughs> Josh, good. He wants, it so, he wants it so. He wants it. I'm not bad. getting the same comments <laughs> you guys are. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. I'm stuck on Steve Dyer is watching. Oh. Steve, I hope your knee that was recovery like an hour is going ago, well. <laughs> That's right, Brian. Y'all keep on. The money will be more than the top fifty cut. That's right. <laughs> If we do that, we're going to buy two belts. <laughs> we're going to start different divisions. Uh-oh. Did you just kill us? No. Oh. Come on now. You know better than that. I don't do I, though. Yeah. <laughs> we switched cameras on the fly. Daniel Cook wants to know what format is your logo in uh, I know it's in a vector format I got I, I got I in vector it. I probably have uh, DXF I don't I could get my wife to transfer it I think she's got an Apple computer she's much better at that than I am plasma cutter man we're trying to get fancy now a plasma cutter man you cannot replace the bedazzled rhinestones that my two year old little girl put on <laughs> I it. know it was pretty cool yeah the only thing is they're starting to fall off. All right, we now that Levy Levy wants to buy the belt, he, he wants to be able to design it. it. 
We're not putting Joey Sabaga's face on it, no. <laughs> <laughs> might have to put his name on the back. We might have to do that. Chris Marshall, the St. John's River is not dangerous to run. Is it, Shane? No, not I at didn't all. See, I didn't see it being dangerous. Not at all. Need to have a Royal Rumble for the next belt. That's, you know what? <laughs> we could probably move everything out in here and set up a wrestling rink to have a that, Royal no, Rumble. Hey, we, we moved everything to have a cornhole tournament one time. That's right. Who won that? I think you did. Uh, you and Cole Huskins. Not. Chris, you should go. You should go to the St. John's for the regional. Best trophy I ever owned. I appreciate that, Jason. My kids, I will make sure they know that. They were super excited oh, Levy, to make that. Levy, come on now. Cage match. Cage what match. Said? Wow. What did Levy say? I was going to tell you, if we he's, have a, if we have a cage match, if we have a cage matches, Brandon's going to be my partner. Tag team. <laughs> hey, I got low center of gravity. Come on. <laughs> you ever seen Brandon? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm looking at him. <laughs> I'm not worried about that. Look here. If we have a cage match, you and I would definitely have the best entrance theme. I'm pretty. We might not do anything once we got to the ring, but we could put on a show getting there. Oh god! I, know, I might embarrass you on. The I way don't know down. if Shane going off top rope on this floor. There's enough give to make it worth it. Now it wait a minute, Slim. <laughs> hey, I'm not jumping off the top rope on a concrete floor. I can tell you right now. Any of us jump off the top rope, it's going to hurt us more yeah. than it's going to hurt the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Snooker style, that's right. <laughs> I, I, 250 pounds. <laughs> Twin feel. Now, uh, that ain't, that's Dusty Rose. I know. <laughs> American Dream. Son of a plumber. We need to. I, w- I did get a phone call. We need to do the monofilament hook set thing again. You want to do it right now? I don't have something set up. I mean, I can go do it. I can go get it set up. We got 90 people watching. I think we should do it every night. D1 wrestler. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Don't let those guys get a hold of you. No. The problem is I didn't see that. He didn't have ears like Wisnett. He must have been able to stay off the He's probably good. (laughs) All them wrestlers have got broke ears. He did. He did. Nah. My dad wrestled. It took me a long time to be able to uh, do anything to him. You still couldn't, probably. <laughs> it's your daddy. <laughs> I don't know. I got him by about five inches and 60 pounds now. So, Is that all? Yeah. He's pretty fit for an older fella. Well, he throws bags for a living, so he Bad. stays fit. My old man will be 60 years old this year. Really? Yep. He will be. Hmm. The original fishing partner. Original. All right, we're 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 losing viewers. Shane, do you have anything else? Uh, <sighs> anything else important? I hadn't had anything important all night. Bull rider. It's just been a lot of fun to talk about it. I got conned into putting a five hundred dollar. Didn't you though? <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when that happens. Daryl Barney got you and Johnson. When shame falls on you, it hurts. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> Tables, ladders, and chairs is the only proper. That's right. Oh god, we're gonna be in hell in a cell. I next. was trying to remember the the uh, what were the three D the Dudley Brothers? Is that it? Yep. Jeff Murray. Devon. Jeff Murray. He died. We probably could, no. we probably no, could work something out on this. 
Rusty Hooks Invitational, Murray, Wiley, and Mystery Lake for 150 bucks. I'm in on that. Viewers. Yeah, heck yeah, me too. I'm in on that. Someone's filming me. I'm in on that one. Yeah. All right. We will get a ball bat. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jeff Murray, I'm going to put that in the works. Brandon and I will put our heads together and put something together on I'm that. I'm in on that one. That would be fun. Mr. Fat Lowe. Daddy. Are we going to limit Alabama. it to viewers or are we going to open it up publicly? What? No, make it a tournament. Rusty Hooks. Invita- yeah, man, that be about your store. Make it a tournament. There we got to go. do stuff to promote the store. That's right. All right. That'd be a good thing. You got a website now, right? We we do. All right. We ain't talking yeah. about it yet. Dudley Boys. Devon, get the table. <laughs> you guys. Steiner are. Brothers. That's <laughs> all out of my league. That, that sucked. That, well, Steiner Man, Brothers. I mean, all I did was get in there and bark like a dog. Not That was risk. Slap him in the back of the head. Big Papa Pump. Dude, he's a chump. Oh, well, that was before. His son was going to eat so many steroids. Well, he can't, that's he can't, all I was saying Brothers room. were before steroids. Big Papa Dump. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Levy. He's probably watching. Le- Champion Levy, volleyball shorts for Shane. Uh, <laughs> that's right, Brian Key. When, when we talk about in Savannah all you weekend. You guys are so out of the loop. You're too reminiscent of old days we're when you fun. thought wrestling was real. Having, it is real. <laughs> real fake. It is real. You're not, how you make a man bleeding and it ain't really bleeding? I can hit you and make you bleed. That's, well, that's my real. point. And, it's, it's and it real. won't hurt you. How's it not going to hurt me? If you draw blood... From part of my body, it's going to hurt. Okay. <laughs> now, Levy, we'll, let's talk about that money thing. We could do something big with that Rusty Hooks Invitational. Invitational? That means invite only. Well, that's what he, that's what he called it. I, I mean, like it. Well, we're going to invite everybody. All right. Yeah. Open Invitational. Yeah. Man, you guys are... Look, look at, at all. Look, see, look at all. Look at all the, the wrestling stuff. All the people down here know everything there That's is right. know about wrestling. Dude, hey, you are in the South. I know. There's two NASCAR, NASCAR, wrestling, wrestling, and, and race. college football. Wrestling and racing. Are they both spelled ours? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling ain't what wrestling ain't real. What wrestling ain't real? You tell them, Keith. You know that a guy I grew up with. Made it to the WWE. Did he really? Yeah. It'll be open, Levy. It'll be open to everybody. I wish I could remember his name. All he ever got to do is special guest referee. Uh-oh. Man, this is all going into like a 1985 Circa Wrestling era. See, look at our Dave there. Williams, Wahoo McDaniels in our, in our bass club. There you go. I remember Big Wahoo, the big chief. He used to come to the Monday night tournaments of Lake Norman. Had a white and green pro craft. Sure did. He don't know who Wahoo McDaniel. I know he don't. I don't. I didn't never watch that. Now you want to talk about racing? And you call somebody redneck? You don't know nothing. (laughs) If you don't know, (laughs) I ain't going there. (laughs) Hey, I watch Road Dog. I deer hunted with Wahoo. How about that? Drink like a fish. (laughs) David, you was probably buying him beer. Alright, what are we going to do? Are we going to wrap this thing up? I don't know. I'm having fun. It is fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's amazing what you can come up with just sitting back. I know. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Man, they're bringing back all the good names. When I was growing up, I will never forget, we used to have, they're basically parties with the pay-per-view. Someone would talk their parents into buying the pay-per-view event 
and everybody that came had to pitch in whatever it was to cover it. <laughs> Shoot, I t- my my cousin, my cousin Big Jimmy, his his mama used to buy all the all the pay per view events, and we'd go over there and watch. Yeah, then one of my friends got one of them uh, black boxes. Remember those things? I had one. Yeah, that's going to bother me. I can't remember his name. <laughs> Abdullah the Butcher. <laughs> Daryl, one of the most memorable wrestling matches I was ever at was Abdullah the Butcher versus Wahoo McDaniels. Abdullah used to carry a little, like a fork or a knife or something in his belt. He got old Wahoo down there in the headlock, and you seen him get that thing out, and he just went to... Wailing on his head and there's blood <laughs> flying everywhere, and you're gonna tell me that ain't real. It There's something wrong with you. <laughs> I had to text my buddy, ask him what his name was. That's bad. Anyway, y'all, we probably need to wrap this thing the up. The Bushwhackers. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. That was the man right there. <laughs> he had come out he with had, a two by four. He had the next dumbest gimmick to Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan has the dumbest thing ever. I mean, he slaps people around and then goes and drops his leg on them and that kills them. I just don't get it. <laughs> That's right. I could not remember that. Brad Maddox was my buddy's name. Oh, Lord. Oh. Magnum TA. Now they're going way back. Magnum TA got messed up in the car wreck. Did he? Mm-hmm. Hacksaw, I didn't know that. Hacksaw Jim Duggan lives in Lugolf. Does he really? That's what somebody well, just why said. Why does that not surprise me? <laughs> <laughs> is that a double wide on five acres? Probably where y'all is. Yeah, right, yeah. That's probably right, where you put right, two right, by fours. Right, right off the backside of Watery Creek. Down there. <laughs> and, with all the busty Corvettes in the front yard that don't run anymore. That's right. <laughs> Camaros. I rocks. I, Still I rock sporting the mullet. Oh, gosh. All right. Shane, let Brandon do a leg drop on you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll video that next hey, I'll t- I'll tell you what. If we can get 200 viewers, we'll do it. Screw that. I'm kicking you in the balls of Stone Cold stunning you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Pour two cores lights on you. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, boy. This, uh. this just went... We've been everywhere tonight. I mean, literally, we have we been really, everywhere. Really have. This is what happens when we <laughs> sit here 20 minutes before. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> All right, next week we're going to have a uh, itinerary, an yeah, outline, yeah. some speaking points. Be, be back on on regular basis next week. Uh, I mean, no, but this is good. It, 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 it is good. It, it brings a kind of a full spectrum. Yeah, you learned a lot about wrestling tonight. No, I did. I just listened to you guys talk. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I ooh, never mind. The only wrestling that I've watched was I watched a. You watched the Glow, didn't you? Uh uh-uh. uh You no. watched Glow wrestling? No, no I who just, on here can tell me what Glow wrestling I don't know what was? That is. All I did was watch a five pounder get body slammed this week. More wrestling next week. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody tell me what Glow is. That's a trivia question for tonight. <coughs> what are you gonna give away, Shane? We I don't st- know. Oh, we still got to send. Uh, we still got to send that tackle pack to the, yeah, we owe a viewer a tackle pack. Who do we owe a tackle pack? I forgot. I remember now, but I forgot all about it. Who oh, was it? Oh, I got to get it. We I need, got it in my yeah. messages. Gorgeous ladies of wrestling, women's wrestling. There you go. Keith DeBose. That's exactly right. Keith. Patrick and Patrick Erica Tindall. 
We gotta get that out. Look, there's another one. Mud a lot of people know, Brian. It wasn't mud wrestling. Me, Anthony Johnson. <laughs> Y'all probably watched it I've together. Su- I've suplexed Johnson a time or two. Have. I bet you have. No viewers will go off topic again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, boys. Let's wrap this thing up. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight, guys. Enjoy, enjoy talking and BSing with y'all tonight. I'll get this uploaded. We do have a YouTube channel. It's Rusty Hooks Live. Um, and I, I keep getting emails. We're up to like 25 different podcast players that carry us now. Really? We That's are. good. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Amazon now. Amazon? Amazon picked us up. Um, we're on Spotify. They were the first. Uh, I can't name all of them. There's, I mean, it, the list is just... That's good. I just keep getting emails. Hey, so. hey don't forget to stock up for the CBC www.rustyhookstackle.com. Yeah. Or come by the store. Or come by and see us. We're here 7 to 5 weekdays, 7 to 12 on Saturdays, and we are closed on Sunday. Uh, Rusty Hooks Live, where our hooks may be rusty, but our points are always sharp. Tune in next week for see more wrestling highlights. <laughs> see you guys next week. No more wrestling. That's done. I'll put my foot down. <laughs> See you guys. Oh, God.